Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. I feel like Hogs minus 90 should be a real bet that you can actually take. <laughs> I'll suggest take that next Let time. Let people put I'm their money Carlton. where their mouth is. Mm. Yeah. Next time I'll ask Carlton, do you have one, Hogs? <laughs> uh, less than 90? Yeah. Okay. Um, we were just talking about this, Trey, right before the 5 o'clock break. Um, and that is the offensive line. Again, this is a midseason honor. But maybe you have to go back to the first year of Brett Bielema and uh, Sam Pittman when Arkansas may have been in consideration for the Joe Moore Award, which recognizes the most outstanding offensive line in the country. Yeah, you're probably right. It certainly didn't happen under Chad Morris. So (laughs) you probably have to go back to to those days. And Arkansas has got a really good offensive line. I'd like to see him perform a little bit better at the goal line uh, on occasion. But, um, you know, overall, I guess they were, what, six or seven in in that area on on Saturday. But um, they've got a really good offensive line with a lot of veteran players. So they deserve to be recognized. And uh, I think the – future of the offensive line is in really good hands. I mean, when you look at some of the young guys on this roster that will be playing in the future for Arkansas, it's it's a group with a very high ceiling, but there's no there's no way to substitute what Arkansas has, you know, right now in terms of the continuity on the offensive line with so many multi-year starters. And led by Ricky Stromberg, Dalton Wagner, Bo Limmer, and uh, Brady Latham. And then, of course, Luke Jones would be the new guy who's been around for – four years <laughs> i guess when back then we were also alluding to the fact this was the biggest offensive line in the country uh i would guess arkansas on the other hand trey would you not say is probably average now size wise in the offensive line Yes, I would say, what are they average? Probably like 316 or so. Per, um, and that's probably about normal. Now, that BYU offensive line was pretty big. They weren't so much heavy, but they, they were the tallest offensive line. They averaged six six and a half uh, per man. Uh, so they were a really big line. You know, you can – all that stuff is great about who's heaviest and, and stuff. Alabama's offensive line was, on paper, one of the lightest offensive lines Arkansas has faced. Now – I don't know about y'all, but when I saw those guys go out on the field, I'm like, well, that's about as big as 6'4", 305-pound guys I've ever seen. Sometimes it's just built differently. Um, you know, 6'4", 305 is not the same 6'4", 305 for everybody, and uh, it's important how you're put together, and uh, Alabama certainly has some guys that were, were really put together when they came here. I think Arkansas has that, like, in, in the younger class. Arkansas is getting, like, Takias Crawford was 355 or something when he first enrolled at Arkansas. I mean, he's down below 320 now. So they want him big. I think uh, Andrew, or not Andrew Chambly, but, uh, oh, I'm spacing, uh, Devon Manuel. I think Devon Manuel 
looks fantastic right now. I mean, he was a guy that was like really kind of top heavy when he got to Arkansas, uh, but he's trimmed down a lot. He was like 370 at one point. So, um, you know, they I, I've always been a fan of that. Like get them, get them big when they're on campus and trim them down a little bit because I always think it's a better direction to go versus packing a bunch of weight on somebody. When you know, and That's not every case. Uh, um, Frank Ragnow was like 275 pounds when he arrived at Arkansas. Ricky Stromberg was like mm-hmm. 260 when he arrived at Arkansas. So there's some exceptions to that, but I just think you carry the weight a lot better and probably feel a lot lighter on your feet if you come in at 350 and then they trim you down to about 315. Trey, Ray, uh, Rick, uh, Ray. Uh, call, call us all whoever, whatever you want to. It's okay. Uh, that's what my wife does when she's calling out the boy's name. She just goes down the line. Eventually one of them will answer. Is the third down conversion by Arkansas, can you think of a better – day than what Arkansas had this past Saturday against BYU yeah. when it comes to third down conversions? 12 of 15, I think, 80% 12 of 15. on third downs. Yeah. I mean, yeah, usually you're hoping to get 50%, so that was a, an excellent day. Um, 34 first downs, I think that's right. That's a lot. <laughs> 34. In fact, I yes. thought, yeah, I thought that maybe that was a mistake when I first looked at it. I had to had to go back and double check the quarter cumes and see if that was is, is accurate. Um, but yeah, it was 34 first downs, 12 of 15 uh, on third down. That's hey, pretty Trey, remarkable. A lot of those third downs were eight yards, nine yards yeah, longer. That was it wasn't, it wasn't yes. like those were all third and twos. And really, the 15 was a misnomer because that was included the last try there at the two yard line. So. Yeah, that's yep. the thing. It wasn't just third and two. They were making third and seven, third and eight, third and 12. Yeah. When you put up that many first downs and that many, you know, third down conversions, you have to have that many third down conversions usually to get that many first downs. Yeah. But uh, you're you're going to hang half a hundred on somebody. you got to have a good chance of winning. Oh, I can't think of a, of a day, especially if you're talking, well, how often, I guess what, 10 would be about the average 10 opportunities at third down conversions in a given game. I've never really thought about it. Yeah, probably 12, sometimes more than that. The only other time, and we'd have to go back and research this, but remember the game at Lubbock where where Bielema was the coach and Arkansas did about the same thing, ran about the last 10 minutes off and ran all day and they never could stop them. I don't know if it was quite that good, but that would be the first game I could think of. Yeah, that – that game, that was that was a turning point, I think, for Arkansas football under Bielema uh, that day, the way Arkansas ran the ball. And they had 12 straight runs on on this one uh, against BYU. Mm. That, that last drive, I think, was 16 plays. Yeah, over and 10 minutes. They, had to th- they threw it a couple of times. They had to convert a third down, uh, I know, at least once. Yes. But, yeah, 12 straight runs. The only thing that – was disappointing about that drive is they didn't just you know punch it in, but they didn't need to. Um, but you would have liked to have seen them. They were trying to score, you know. Um, I'm not 100% sure that Malik didn't get in, but I don't know that we would have seen a camera angle that would have said, oh, you know, he, di- he didn't get in or he did get in. Uh, but that was the only thing that was – and KJ, I guess, scaring the tar out of everybody. I mean, you're just like, of course they whip BYU like this and then lose KJ because <laughs> that looked pretty bad. 
but thankfully just a stinger and he, he seemed like he was in good spirits so uh, but yeah that's a, that's a nice drive I, I can't remember you know even going back to that game in Lubbock I can't remember a 10 minute and two second drive I can't remember a drive that went 10 minutes can you Rick I mean you no unless that one did that that's the only other one that comes to mind to me mm-hmm. there there I'm sure there have been others but that was a pretty darn good one yeah this is straight from stat broadcast. I love that. I mean, it breaks down so many things uh, for you. This is Arkansas third down plays. Uh, the first one was a pass uh, to Jaden Hazelwood for 13. They needed three, got 13. Uh, the second one was a quarterback hurry, which was incomplete. They needed 10 for that one. But without going through each one, as a summary, uh, the average third down distance to go was 5.2 yards. Third and longs, nine-plus yards. Arkansas was two of three on third and shorts. That's one to four yards. Arkansas was six of eight. Hmm. And um, they also so there were more of them short than I thought. I, I thought there were more of those that were in the 8-9 range, and I was obviously wrong. And by the way, Rick, I just looked up the uh, 2014 Texas Tech game. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Arkansas ran 14 plays at the end of the game hmm. for 51 yards, just 51 yards, 14 <laughs> plays for 51 yards. Wow. Yeah, and took 9-10 off the clock. Now, they had – the last, the last three runs were kneel downs, so they took the clock mm. all the way down. Okay, yeah. so yeah. they only took it. They only took it down to the thirty-two yard line on that drive. Wow. Uh, actually, the twenty-nine, but then with two kneel downs uh, or three kneel downs, I guess. Uh, but to bring up third and thirteen, but they took the clock all the way down in that one and and ran twelve straight running plays. But technically, the last three were just kneel downs. Do you remember this, Trey? Okay, in twenty fifteen, when Tech came back and beat Arkansas. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes was their quarterback. Yep. He he wasn't the quarterback in 14, was he? Or was he? No, he wasn't. They had um they had the guy that beat out Baker Mayfield and then I think Mayfield I feel like Mayfield took over the job and then they didn't give him the job and then he transferred to Oklahoma and they they put Mahomes in. Okay. Isn't that pretty I mean, they had Texas Tech had Patrick Mahomes and Baker Mayfield on the same roster. <laughs> wow. And neither yeah. of them, yeah, I, I guess Mahomes ended up, you know, playing a lot for him uh, and continuing yeah. on. Uh, but did. Baker Mayfield transferred. That's and, and that was a game where they played against each other later where I think they both threw for well over 450 yards. Tech yeah, playing Oklahoma. Yeah. That's pretty wild. And in, in the meantime, the University of Texas – couldn't get a quarterback to save their life. <laughs> wow. I mean, years and years of the best talent in the country to sift through. They couldn't find a quarterback there. But you, you know, it's and they also missed on Kyler Murray. Yeah. 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 And you and you know, Trey, when you watch these games, you just don't even sometimes realize what you're watching. I mean, we saw Tom Brady in '98. You see Patrick Mahomes against Texas Tech, and all you know is, hey, Arkansas beat them at Lubbock. How come they're winning the game at Fayetteville? And mm-hmm. And now look at Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> He's pretty darn good. Yeah. What? So was that back-to-back years that Arkansas played 
Protect, yeah. What year did Manziel yes. come in? Oh, gosh, it was. For Texas uh, Texas A&M. Okay, it was right after they came into the SEC because they asked for a break in the uh, Arlington deal Mm -hmm. to play the first two conference games. So would that have been 13 when they came in? Yeah, so 14 would have been when they played at Fayetteville because the first game was at College Station. I'll tell you, John L. okay, it was Bielema's first year was when uh, A&M came to Arkansas. So – Johnny Manziel came to Fayetteville that year, yeah. and yeah. then the next year, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes. came to Fayetteville. <laughs> wow. Can you imagine? Yeah. Well, wow. I remember thinking Manziel might be the best player that's ever come in uh, at the time, uh, you know, best college quarterback that ever came in. But, I mean, Mahomes is, is pretty well up there, definitely had a better pro career. Yeah, for college quarterback, you're right. As far as Manziel, now you can go way back and talk about some guys in the 50s and 60s, but – for recently, absolutely. Well, even when you go back to uh, Tom Brady, yeah, he didn't impress me. Well, you know, no, that no, game. nobody knew he'd be that great. Although they well, scored a, a lot of points. Draft pick. <laughs> yeah, scored a lot of points. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, wasn't yeah. even drafted high. It's crazy to think too, because I mean, you have so many different levels where you're evaluating quarterbacks, and it's. You know, you you get it wrong in college. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes wasn't recruited on the level that he probably should have been. No. Um, but also wasn't the same college player that Johnny Manziel was. And no. then you get to the NFL and, you know, a <laughs> totally different story. Uh, it, it, it's just it's such a difficult position to evaluate. And I was actually – I was speaking at a Rotary Club today, and that, you know, question came up about NIL and stuff. And I was – you know, how much some of these five-star quarterbacks are, are getting – and I, I just, I'm going to be interested to see when we get down the road if some of these guys allegedly are making, you know, the million dollars people say. And some of them are just going to be terrible. You know, yeah. some of these five-star yeah. quarterbacks are not going to be good at all. That's right. And yeah. I wonder, I wonder how that's going to change people thinking about offering these guys a million dollars or whatever to come to their <laughs> school. You know, if they're. They see so many instances of, of guys just being terrible because it's just it's just very rare that you nail it on the head at quarterback. Sometimes you do, but it's just a lot. There's a lot to process with those guys, yeah. and you never know what they're thinking or if they're a gamer or what they're going to do with pressure in their face. By the way, back to our minute ago conversation, Peyton Manning did play in Fayetteville in '95. Yeah, he was. He, sure he turned out to be pretty good. I remember. He played, how, a little, he played a Little Rock also. No, uh, no, uh, that was uh, Schuler, the quarterback before him in '93. Okay, Peyton. Man- now, if he did, he was he still there in '97? He but played. In 90- he played in Little Rock. Yes. Well, in '95, the game was in Fayetteville, and he was there Tennessee in '97. And okay, then he would have played in Little Rock in '97. So he'd now, been a I remember '95. I remember when he came there in '95. Arkansas obviously had a good team. Yeah. I wonder what their third down, <laughs> oh my god, their third down percentage was in that game because I just remember feeling like every single time it was third down. He do you remember? Do you remember the first series of the game when he came in? Jolie Dunn was the defensive coordinator. Arkansas lined up with eleven men standing. They didn't have one guy in a down position, and Tennessee <laughs> went three and out. They figured it out pretty quick after that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that is. Uh... Boy, it, I mean, Arkansas, and I realize he wasn't the – he did win the Heisman, though. 
but he wasn't no. a you know, no. superstar Charles I'm talking Wilson about. No. Well, I'm, I'm thinking of, of um, Jim Plunkett, uh, Stanford in yeah, Little Rock. But, yeah, he, Randy he did Vitala. win the Heisman. Didn't he win the yeah, Heisman? Yeah, he won the Heisman. Yeah, 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 1970. Yeah. yeah. There's been some Alabama running backs also oh, <laughs> that gosh. have come through here. And, hey, Earl Campbell played here in 77. Oh, yeah, mm, so, yes. you know, we – if we start going back through history, we can name a lot of great players that, you know, played yeah. played against Arkansas. Let's uh, okay. If he gets on hold, we'll do it. Um, there you go. Let's talk with uh, JoJo. JoJo, good afternoon. You have a question to call me for Trey. Well, I was just going to piggyback straight. Uh, Peyton Manning did play in Little Rock. Because if you remember, there was some controversy. Danny Floyd said, I hope he tears me up. Oh, you're exactly right. <laughs> because they left him in late in the game when they were leading. You yeah. are exactly yeah. right, Joe. That's a good memory. All right. Appreciate it, guys. That was not a good memory for Danny Ford because a sideline uh, microphone picked that up. And he was trying, he was <laughs> trying right. to explain that that's not what he meant, although that was what he meant. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to walk that one back. Yeah, he was mad. Tennessee was way ahead, and Peyton was still in the game. So was that yeah. was that Peyton's senior year? or had, his... had to, Yeah, had to have been. Yeah, had to have been because a... freshman would have been in yeah. Knoxville. Yeah. 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 Well, it's, if you've ever played against Steve Spurrier, then you did a lot of cussing because yeah. you had to stop him. Because yeah. He kept on chunking. It didn't matter what the score was. Yeah. He was going to keep on chunking. Oh, remember, just... remember when he did that hey. at Fayetteville and uh, fans were booing and he said after the game, yeah. what, have they never seen a pass here before? <laughs> hey, he had a great ex- excuse. It was, uh, we'll tell them to stop blitzing their linebackers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he was something else when he was uh, in his heyday. Yeah. And... Uh, it's interesting yeah, it's you bring him up because I uh, I referenced him earlier. I didn't credit him with half a hundred, but that was a that was a Steve Spurrier quote. Yeah, that's right. And one of his Heisman quarterbacks, who turned out not to be a great pro, played in Fayetteville too. Warful. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Warful. he was a he was a good one at the time. I thought he might have been the best college quarterback ever. He was. Uh, he had that uh, that shot put motion. Just didn't translate. Oh, to it the was NFL ugly. Well. Yeah, it was ugly. But, yeah, Heisman Trophy winner. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. Okay, bye, guys. And also get a chance to visit with Sam Pittman tomorrow. All right, Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rungwater. Thanks again to Trey Biddy of hogsports.com. Being brought to you by the Asher Record Service Company. Drive Time Sports will continue.